Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right. You ready? Let's go. From Fox 4 News in Kansas City. Are we rolling? Are we on? Hello. I'm Nick Vassos. <laughs> this is Signal Hill. The Chiefs are set to open their preseason this week on Thursday night when they host the Houston Texans at Arrowhead Stadium. Here is Fox Force John Holt and Al Wallace with our first real pregame edition of Signal Hill, talking Chiefs football. And we're starting week three of Chiefs training camp. John Holt along with Al Wallace and Al... Uh, here we go as we get ready for that first preseason game, home Thursday night. The Texans come calling, and we'll get our first look at Arrowhead Stadium for the season and the team on the field. Well, hello there. <laughs> week, week, three, week three, and the first thing that comes to my mind anytime you talk about training camp in week three are those two words that uh, – this goes with really any sport, those dog days. You know, you hear about it in baseball. Oh, yeah. God, it's been, has, it, has it been three months? God, it's just getting old, and I'm tired, and I feel like a dog. Well, I just don't think that necessarily fits with this year's Chiefs training camp because the rookies and the quarterbacks arrived in camp two weeks ago Sunday, and then five days later, four days later, I'm sorry, the veterans showed up. So, really, they've had a week and a half on the field. It hasn't been brutal. They've had one practice per day tops. They've already had two days off. Uh, they had 6,000 fans at uh, Family Fun Day this past Saturday. I'm not saying it's been a picnic, but I, I'm, I'm not seeing – I've seen no major injuries. They go for a, uh, an hour and a half or two hours tops. There was one practice that went for two hours plus. And lo and behold, they're, they're way past the halfway point of this training camp. Mm-hmm. They've got two days off this week when you factor in Wednesday before the game of Thursday, and then Friday they're off. They can see light at the end of the training camp right. tunnel, I guess is my point. So there haven't been really those dog days, but there, I, I do think they've gotten some quality work in. They've been able to answer some questions, but really, John, the questions start to get answered on Thursday night at kickoff. Of course, everything leads up to that now, that, right. that preseason opener. Um, what, what will we expect on Thursday night? What do we expect to see? The starters for a couple of series, maybe the first quarter? Right. You can expect uh, maybe the first quarter, I would say. I, I would say, and I, you know, we, we, I say this every year, uh, you know, get out the phone book because you're going to need it to right. identify some of these guys. Uh, but not on offense. You're going to see a lot of familiar names on offense. And I'm just going to go through what the, the Chiefs depth chart that they released uh, late last week, Tyreek Hill obviously will start a wide receiver. Eric Fisher uh, at one tackle. Mitchell Schwartz at the other. The Canadian doctor, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif at one guard. And then there's a bit of a question mark. Will it be Cameron Irving or Parker Inger at the left guard next to Eric Fisher? Now, they listed Cameron Irving. They list him 
uh, lining up next to Mitch Morris at center. So we're going to go there with Cameron Irving. Parker Inger, this is his third year out of Cincinnati, and he just hasn't shown that he can really, really stay healthy. So maybe this is an opportunity. I think they like Cameron Irving mm -hmm. better. This is an opportunity for the Chiefs to give him a shot, if nothing else. And I think they like him a little bit more. Clearly, they've got depth at the offensive line. And then Travis Kelsey at tight end, the new acquisition and wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, uh, will start obviously in front of Chris Conley because Sammy Watkins is just a, a, a playmaker. You know, Tyreek Hill is a danger anytime he touches the ball. Right. But, but, but Tyreek Hill's not a possession guy who can also go deep. Sammy Watkins is all of the above. And um, you can line up Tyreek Hill at a running back. You've seen that. Oh, where yeah. They, they, they can put him anywhere on the field. That's not Sammy Watkins. But if you've got Tyreek on one side and Sammy Watkins on the other, it's a double-barrel deep threat. And um, Kareem Hunt listed as the starter at running back, how much we're going to see him on Thursday night because he was so late getting going in camp. Right. He's been going about a week now. It's hard to say how much up to speed he'll be. And Anthony Sherman is starting fullback. Um, before we get to Patrick Mahomes, and that's going to be a major topic of discussion, not just here on this podcast, John, but also for fans going to the game or watching at home yeah. on TV. Back to the running back spot. Kareem Hunt listed as the starter, but Spencer Ware, uh, who sat out all of last year after the preseason injury, and that opened the door for Kareem Hunt to get the start. Spencer Ware listed as the number two, and then you've got the three Williams guys. You'd think that it was like uh, uh, the four tops of the Jackson Five. Three running back Williams, <laughs> Damian Williams, Darrell Williams, and Kenwin, Kerwin Williams. Those three guys all fighting for a job along with Sharkandrick West, who's proven. So, man, they're deep. Yeah, they really so are I'm wondering, running back. I'm wondering why you're going to play Kareem Hunt here. Uh, because maybe a series or so, get his feet wet uh, or something. But they, they're just so deep there. And you want these guys to battle. And the best way to see what they can do is in a preseason game. They're going to have some decisions to make at that position, no question. Yeah, they so, are. Right? And, you know, they, they got to cut. First cut's not coming up for another two and a half weeks. So they've got time. And, and this, these, this will be live football. This is not, you know, rough touch like they've had up in camp for most of, most of the deal. These guys are tired of facing each other, too. They're ready for an opponent And they're already right talking about that. Somebody yeah. in another color jersey. You yeah. know, those are cliches, yeah. but they're facts. Yeah. And that's what these guys want to do. They want to get out there and see what they can do, show what they can do. It'll be a, test to chant, uh, a chance to test a lot of things, not the least of which is chemistry and things like that, just to see where they are with each other on mm -hmm. offense because timing is so key and familiarity so key when it comes to what you do on offense. And then the quarterback position. Now, Andy Reid talked on Sunday about the number three quarterback and the number four. Right now, we don't know. Will it be Matt McGloin? Will it be Chase Litton? They picked up both these guys in the offseason. Who's going to be the guy carrying the clipboard right. for Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney, who's about to start his 10th year in the National Football League? He started some. He's been through the fire. You need a proven veteran guy in case something happens to Mahomes from an injury standpoint. We hope not a performance standpoint. So Henny's in. The question that they want to answer this Thursday night or to begin to answer is who's going to be that third quarterback? Will it be Matt McGloin, number five, or will it be Chase Litton, number eight? Your number one quarterback, obviously, is Patrick Mahomes. Before we move to the defense, Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes yeah. because there was a, a woe is us feel this past week when he struggled with some picks. 
You mentioned he had another pick six today, this being Monday. Uh-huh. Um, the kingdom seems a little angsty about this. The, the, the head guy, the chief, is, is saying, hey, come on, you know, it's preseason, it's training camp. I want this guy to test himself, push it to the limits. Uh, there was some controversy about whether he was speaking about Alex Smith when he continued with that comment. He says he wasn't. Uh, but where are we at with Patrick Mahomes? Too early to panic, isn't it? It's way too early to panic, but there's also that thought that you play on Sundays like you practice during the week. Right. I don't care what sport it is. A lot of coaches uh, don't like to play a guy who hasn't practiced because you practice like you play. And if you haven't practiced, I don't know how you're going to play. Uh, and with Patrick Mahomes this past week, with the full squad in, it was more than just one day. And it was more than just an interception here or there. These were clear decision-making mistakes that he made. So um, those are out there. But he can clear all that up with a good performance on Thursday. He can clear a lot of it up. And I just don't see any quarterbacks, John, getting good or being perfect um, their first year at the helm of an offense. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. This guy's going to make mistakes. The key is how big are the mistakes going to be and how bad do they do they hurt you? They've got so many weapons around him. Right. I think that I'm hoping the Chiefs rely more on their running game than we may think, even though they've got this gunslinger back there, and that's what he is. He is a thrower. He can run the ball. They don't want him to do that. They don't want him to get hurt. But my question is, your running game with guys – with the depth that they have at running back and with the proven offensive line that they have, if, if, if they can find the right balance between run and pass, still be dangerous at any point in time, then, then they're going to really have something going. But it's still going to be key that the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, makes not only the right performance decisions, but he's got to make the right mental decisions. And last week there were a couple of obvious bad decisions that he made in practice. This is a guy who can do things mere mortals can't yeah. when he's running and yeah. throwing across his body. And You wonder, risk-reward here, will he try to make those throws that obviously he can make but in the NFL are, are tougher to complete? And just that risk-reward about him. I've told people we're, we're going to have to be patient yeah. with this guy. I was going to say, man, that was the word you used two minutes ago, patient. Yeah. You've got to be patient. And I'm not saying be patient with, with the entire offense. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be patient anymore with Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. getting him the ball. No. He knows what to do. Yeah. I don't have to necessarily be patient with Travis Kelsey or, or Kareem Hunt. Those guys know what to do when they get the ball. This offensive line is proven. And if, if – if Patrick Mahomes is good enough just to get the ball to the right people and not mess it up, but still use the tools he have he has uh, better than the tools that Alex Smith had. Alex Smith wasn't a mis- wasn't necessarily a mistake quarterback, but he made some. I remember a couple of two home games in a row last year where he threw interceptions into the end zone into the end zone where the Chiefs didn't get a field goal, they got nothing, and it turned out to be a tight game. If he doesn't throw a pick into the end zone, the Chiefs wind up with at least three points, and it's a whole different ball game. But anyway, that's why they, in my opinion, weren't the one seed last year because they lost key games at home because of decision-making at quarterback. With all that said, Patrick Mahomes 
clean slate because practice is practice and games are games. And this will be a game Thursday night with the Houston Texans. And we'll probably see him for a couple of series, and then I would suspect they'll. I don't. I don't. I just. I'd really be surprised if we saw him in the first quarter. It depends on a couple of series. Yeah. If they go two series first quarter, I, I, okay. I'd say he's out of there. Maybe one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about the depth chart as it relates to the defense. And, and you're of the opinion that this is really the important thing to, to watch because of some of the changes there, the youth movement. What are we going to look for Tuesday or Thursday night, I should say, uh, against the Texans on the defensive side? You're going to have some. Uh, you're going to have some new names, or I should say, some familiar names, but not very many. Chris Jones starting at uh, left end, Allen Bailey at the right end. We've been used to that. Justin Houston and D Ford, the two outside linebackers. What you're going to have anchoring the middle to stop the run will be Xavier Williams, number 98. Keep an eye on this guy. Now, he's a Grandview High product from right here in Kansas City. He's a Fox 4 blue chip. We knew this guy in high school something like seven, eight years ago. Well, he goes to northern Iowa and kind of went through the radar of K-State, KU, and MU and wound up at northern Iowa, wow. wound up with the Miami Dolphins, and was a playmaker. And the Chiefs have brought him in. They're depending on him to anchor the interior of their run-stopping defense. He will be there, along with Derek Noddy, who was the second, the Chiefs' number two pick in this draft. He was a third-round pick, but their second pick overall. And he'll be backing him up in the middle at nose tackle. Now, the question marks when it comes to the front three and the four linebackers will be in the middle because Reggie Ragland, is still nursing uh, a sore knee, swollen knee. Now, he has practiced minimally here early this week, but I'd be surprised if he sees any play in time at all. Because he's just, he just, just got there. back on the He just got back field, yeah. in. There's no reason to really put him out there. He's a proven veteran guy. Um, I'd say, you know, I sure hope we see him by the time they play the Bears in preseason week number three. You've also got Anthony Hitchens, who the Chiefs signed as a free agent, played with the Cowboys the last couple of years. The deal with Hitchens is he played at Iowa as college ball. The deal with Hitchens is now he's got a hamstring problem. And, man, you don't want to mess with those things. No. Of all the things you don't want to mess with, it's a hamstring. Those take time to heal. So, yeah, so I doubt we see him. But what you will see, in my opinion, will be Terrence Smith, inside linebacker, and Akime Elegwe, inside linebacker. Two young guys that have put on some weight, um, especially Elegwe. Um, they drafted him last year. I think he was a fourth or fifth-round pick. And uh, he's he's shown some flashes. That's a that's a training camp cliche. He's shown some mm -hmm. flashes, but we'll look for these two young guys to play in the middle. If I'm Houston, and I want to exploit something that the Chiefs have, it's probably the run game up the middle because the Chiefs are probably going to start two backup guys there. In the secondary, look for Stephen Nelson and Kendall Fuller. Chiefs got Kendall Fuller in the trade with Alex Smith for the Washington Redskins. He was a dime. I, I'm sorry, he was a nickel back there. He was the first defensive back off the bench, and he was one of the best in the National Football League in just his second year last year. That's Kendall Fuller, number 23. Also, Steven Nelson, who the Chiefs picked in the draft three years ago, and he's been injured most often, but now he's got his opportunity because they've traded Marcus Peters and they've moved him into that slot. They've moved him at starting cornerback. Steven Nelson from Oregon State. He's a smaller type of guy. He's one of those – he's not a big cornerback, but those that's not the stereotypical corner. That's not what teams are looking for in the mm -hmm. National Football League now. They want guys who can cover and who can run. 
and that's what they have in Steven Nelson. And he has shown well in this training camp, although it's only been two and a half, uh, only two weeks. He's shown well during the offseason, too, so he's earned that job. At safety, the two veteran guys, Daniel Sorensen and also Eric Berry's back. But look also for Leon McQuay, a draft pick from last year. Look for him to get some minutes, too. So that's kind of where we stack mm -hmm. up as far as the depth goes. Uh, I should have told people five, ten minutes ago, you want to you know, uh, get on the Chiefs' website, pull up, their, pull up their unofficial depth chart. Keyword, unofficial. they got to right. give us something. They gave us sure. this. So uh, if, if none of these guys play, <laughs> don't point at me. <laughs> right. But this is what they give us. And, and I think those are going to be some of the guys, what we're looking at uh, this coming Thursday. All right, so let's, let's look ahead then. So we've got Thursday night. What, what to expect? What, what, do, what do you think? Um, they're, they're going to be meeting a Houston team that, that they play well against. They, they've matched up good against Houston. They really have, yeah. But both, guy, both teams, you know, they're going to want to look at their, their roster. They're going to want to look at 85 guys. So it's a preseason game. Keep that in mind. But it's tough for me to say that in regard to the Chiefs at the quarterback position. I think they've got to treat when he's in there. They got to treat this is Mahomes, man. He's mm -hmm. he's he's got to perform and he's got to he's got to be ready for September 9th against the LA Chargers. That's that's their goal. They've got to get they've got to get this out of their quarterback. This has been this has been the story, this has been the scoop, this is the ice cream, this is the cake, this is the icing. <laughs> this is it. Here they we got go. this has got to get this out of yeah. this guy. This yeah. guy's got to perform. They'll have, no they'll have some time after Thursday night to sort of gather up, get ready then for a, a trip to Atlanta yep. on the 18th. That's a Saturday night game. Yep. And then they're at Chicago a week later for a noon game before they come back home at the end of the month. I like the way these teams, I, I feel like they're communicating, saying, why are we playing on Saturday night at 8 o'clock? Let's play at noon. Sure. That gives us time, a travel team. Everybody gets another half a day to recoup, regroup. I like the way that that things are not so, you know, just beat yourself up yeah. and then travel all night. You lose a whole day, or you lose certainly a half a day just trying to heal up for the next yeah. week. How much more time at Missouri Western? They come back after this uh, uh, game Thursday night. We started the podcast, and I said that the, these aren't really dog days because they play this Thursday night. They're off on Friday. They've got to be back on the practice field Saturday. They go Saturday through Wednesday. That's it. Yeah. They're done. And, and then they come home. And, the, and they're done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then practices at Arrowhead right. after the game at Atlanta, they're closed to the public. So yeah. training camp in and, in and of itself in St. Joe, we got a week plus two days. At, they'll be out of the dorms and back in their own beds mm -hmm. before they practice. All right, Al Wallace, uh, we're looking forward to being out there Thursday night. We'll have live coverage. Uh, we want to remind folks – about uh, buy their parking passes. parking passes online. Yeah, they're, they're cheaper. They're more efficient. Yeah. You don't want to get in a, when you're going to the game on Thursday. As a fan, you don't want to get in a line where you have to pay cash. You want to be able to get in any line yeah. where you can use the parking pass that you paid for at a discount online. I know they're expensive as I don't know what they cost because I've never really had to pay for one because I'm working, but. I think you pay 40 50 bucks instead of 70 bucks. I, I don't know. Right. I think that's right. And people think and I'm nuts that I don't know. But One of the other things is. to keep in mind, these weeknight games you often run into, speaking of getting into line and being efficient, you often run into rush hour traffic trying mm -hmm. to get home. So people arrive very late, they miss kickoff, and they wonder why. 7.30 kickoff this Thursday night, uh, that'll help. But leave time to, to get there, and if you yeah. buy your pass online, that speeds things up for sure. Yeah, no a lot question. of people want to tailgate. Uh, you know, budget your time properly. Get out there as early as you can. Uh, hey, 
Chiefs tunnel, sideline, 20-yard line. That's where we'll be yeah. doing live shots pregame. Come down, say hi, holler. Please do. And, and and if you get there too late, you might miss Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? He may be gone. He may be out. Yeah, so. he may be out of the game. All right, that's our Signal Hill podcast on the Chiefs as we get ready for the Texans coming in Thursday night. We'll continue to update you here and hope you'll join us for our coverage pregame on Thursday night. Live from Arrowhead Stadium, Chiefs-Texans preseason game number one. All righty, thank you, Al and John. Look for more of their podcast right here on Signal Hill and don't forget that Fox 4 is your new home for Thursday night football so set the channel and rip off the knob. Go to fox4kc.com and click on the podcast tab to subscribe to Signal Hill. We are available on iTunes, Google Play and Stitcher and be sure to check out our website for new episodes. Thanks for listening to Signal Hill.